0: joining us again for another episode of Kingdom Concepts. I'm so excited today. Today's a very, very first for our, not only for our ministry, but for Kingdom Concepts. We have our first guest speaker. Yay! So excited. (laughs) And um, our first guest is uh, Minister Alea Bulger-Tironis. I always told her, you better not take off the bulger when you
1: got married. (laughs) And so um, we're excited for her to be here with us today. Do you want to say something? Oh, well, I'm really excited to be here, and especially in the month of Mother's Day, because Mother's Day is not a day, it's a month. That's right. So um, I'm excited to be able to do this all month with you.
0: That's right. Uh, remember that, husbands, Mother's Day is for the month. Amen. So, you know, we're one of um, the ministries that we have here at West Coast Believer Center is Ministry Moments. It's an extension of what we already do. And it was founded by Aleah. And which I'm very very proud of if you can't tell already um, she's my firstborn and she has um, just so many so many godly things that that um, are inside of her that she's excited to be sharing with you and so can you just tell me a little bit about ministry mamas and what it is and what you what do you want to accomplish you know and and just share a little bit about that
1: so what Ministry Mamas is is, you know, I don't know if you remember me coming to you like two years ago. I no. Just with this idea, and I can look back on my phone and it time and date stamped it, mm-hmm. and all it says is podcast Ministry Mamas, stewarding ministry and motherhood well, mm-hmm. and then that was all I got. Uh-huh. And then a few months later, you know, the Lord just dropped into my heart all these different topics, mm-hmm. and at that point, you know, I think I'd been youth pastoring for. Seven, almost eight years, mm-hmm. and with three boys, and with all that, it just, it just kept stirring up in my heart that there's a way to do this well. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have one or just the other. Mm-hmm. And, and so then, of course, I dig into the Lord. You know, stewardship is such a big part of what mm-hmm. we hear, and a lot of times in church, you hear, "Oh, you need to steward your finances. You need to steward this," but nobody ever tells you. What is stewardship? You know, how, what exactly is that? And so what, um, what I felt our mission was is to teach people how to steward ministry and motherhood well. That's right. um, and so what I like to do is I pulled up the definition in Webster's mm-hmm. Dictionary. And this is what it says. Stewardship says this. It says, the careful and responsible management of something entrusted into one's care. And that's your children. That's right. That's your ministry. That's, you know, anything that God's blessed you and given you, it says that, this definition says, it's the careful and responsible management. Mm -hmm. So there is a way to steward ministry and motherhood well. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where I'm at. I do full-time ministry, but I'm also a full-time mom. And I didn't want to, and I didn't feel like... God gave me both of these things to have to sacrifice one no, for the doesn't. other. He doesn't. He, doesn't. he doesn't. And so it led me to this scripture, and, and the scripture in First Corinthians chapter four verse two, and this is in the amplified classic version, and I just love it. It says, Moreover, it is essentially required of stewards that a man should be found faithful, proving himself worthy of trust. Mm-hmm. And when you take into account the definition of stewardship with that scripture, it just opened up a whole other avenue for me to where um, I got to this point to where I realized, there are so many moms out there that they feel like they have to sacrifice one thing for the other. Mm -hmm. And you've given me such a great example of being full-time ministry and a full-time mom. And um, what I did is I just, you know, when I had Maddox, our first one, I just remember having a little freak out. Like, I remember, like, we ended up, we were living with you at that point because Mark was going through police academy, and I just remember holding my baby within that first week and realizing, oh, my gosh, I don't want to mess this kid up (laughs) you did such a great job with all of us, and I was like, how do I duplicate something like this, you know, and um, so I just endeavored to... Soak up as much teaching and wisdom as I could about being a mom and how to be a good wife and how to, you know, do everything. But I couldn't find anything that put it all together. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I really felt like the Lord led me to just start this. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys gave me the opportunity to do that because there are so many families out there who have a call and their family Definitely. is called to the ministry. And I don't think a lot of times we get the teaching of how to do it right. Yeah. And I've been able to come to you uh-huh. and ask you any question that I want to. And I just feel like, you know, God really wants me to share that with people.
0: Amen. You know, and I, I've seen a lot, you know, in, in ministry in the past years where a, a person is so on fire for God. They're so into ministry and they're diving in and then they get married. And, and, them, and their, them and their spouse, they're so on fire for God. They're diving in and then they have kids. And then all of a sudden, that thing that got you that blessing of that husband or that wife, that thing, that ministry, that, that blessing of you being involved in ministry. all of a sudden that takes a back seat. All of a sudden you're no longer uh, um, wanting to worship here or minister here because all of a sudden your kids are your number one thing. And don't get me wrong, my kids were my first congregation. Yes, I had a congregation, my kids were my first congregation. But I had to learn that I was called to do what I do. God placed a calling on my life. He placed me and said to me and he he called me to be a pastor before I was going to be before I knew I would have kids. He placed the calling of being a pastor inside my heart before I even would knew I was going to be a wife to Josh before I knew I was going to be a mother to you. so that call on my life was number one, and so that means that the children that I had, the husband I have. That became an added blessing to the call. So for me, that call and those kids were going to complement each other. It, my my call to be a pastor, uh, to be a pastor's wife, to go into the missions to do that, it was not going to suffer because all of a sudden I became a mom. All of a sudden I became a grandmother. No, all of a sudden I became even more equipped to do them together. Mm-hmm. And and what? why do you think, um, you know, you, you're mo- you a mom now, you're in full-time ministry, and you have it a little bit different than me. I was um, blessed with the opportunity when you children were growing up, I was at home. I, I had a full-time job, I had a business, but it was an in-home business, so I was at home raising you and ministry, whereas you go to the office and you have a full-time office job, and yes, you work for me, and we give you a lot of leeway, but you—I still expect you. You know, you better make up those hours. And and yes, you're my kid, but um, are you working? You know. And so, how do you how do you feel like you're you're able to do that with being full time ministry, and you're on salary? So that means that ministry is not nine to five, Monday through Friday, it stop. You know, Friday nights, Saturdays during the day you have to be there at eight thirty in the morning with all three of your little boys because your husband's working I mean how do you do that well teach me, <laughs> teach me my young kind
1: <laughs> well like uh, my mom told me well what I think really honestly I think where people make a mistake is where and i mean, obviously I'm a young mom um but I've been in ministry my whole life yes. I've been raised in it I've Served in ministry I think I was youth pastor by default you know Mm -hmm. Um, at 18 you see a need you fill it Mm -hmm. and then I stayed there for you know almost nine years Um, and then now I'm into this season where I get to Mm -hmm. do what I really truly feel is you know that the type of that high calling yeah um, where I get to work for my dad in the international side and normally I'm behind the cameras while you guys are doing this show and So um, I feel like it's all possible, you know, we've said that, but where people kind of mistake things or mix things up is when they start putting God, ministry, and family in tears. They start (laughs) trying to say, oh, well, it has to go God, then ministry, then family, or no, 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 it has to go family, then God, then ministry, and they start trying to do these tears, and the way that I've learned is that there aren't tears in God. It's out of God That's that right. springs up all those things. Right. And so when you can get past the tears, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I understand why people have taught that. It's because they've seen pastors' kids be sacrificed and yes. left to yes. be hurting and shackled and chained for the sake of all these other people That's who right. are hurting, shackled, and chained. And um, and so I can see why we started with these tears, yes. but at the same time, no, out of God's all of those mm-hmm. good things, and if you think about it, of everything, God is the center, and out of those things mm-hmm. come ministry. Out of those things come your children mm-hmm. and your motherhood, and and all of your singleness and all that stuff. It comes out of God, then mm-hmm. I feel like it takes that pressure off. Of you know, am I doing all all mm-hmm. of these things right? It just you just have to sit back and ask. You know, how am I balanced? Mm-hmm. You know, so I try to do practical things. I try to make sure that when I have days like today, where I'm away from the kids all day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that it's a good thing. They know mommy's job is their call and daddy's job is his call. And um, we do it together as a family. Mm-hmm. And I try to do good things to where, you know, I give them extra attention the next day. Mm-hmm. And they don't feel lack Because mm-hmm. we don't talk about ministry as a, oh, you know, we have to do this. Mm-hmm. It's a it's fun a get thing. You. It's a gift to you. It's a fun yeah. thing. And the kids like it. And so um, I feel like if people just got that, they could feel more empowered that mm-hmm. you can do this well. Yes. Um, I don't know if that answer. Oh me. yeah, it makes a lot of sense.
0: <laughs> now, what caused you to, um, like you said, two years ago, you wrote these things down, and I remember you would write little things down, and and uh, you started even a book, you know, a little book, um, what boys say, because you have all three boys, yes, all boys, all boys, and they're little. You know, mm-hmm. I remember, <laughs> I remember when uh, you had Maddox, and then four months later, um, <laughs> yeah, I was ready with the next one. <laughs> four months later, I was walking down the hall. And I hear you sobbing in the bathroom, just sobbing in the bathroom. And I said, oh, Jesus, she's pregnant. And then I knocked on the door, and I said, honey, you all, I'm pregnant. And then <laughs> and he goes throwing up at throwing the same, same time. Up. I'm throwing up. I'm
1: crying at the Mark same time. Mark was in police
0: academy. Yes. And I said, um, honey, you're am pregnant. And I said, it's going to be okay. You're going to be a good mom. You can handle this. She said, And I was thinking that you were freaking out about how you're going to handle two infants, you know, at the same time. You, know, you said to me, it's not that, Mom. And I said, okay, what is it? you said, I haven't lost the weight from the first one. And I, and I was like, oh, Oh, this kid's gonna be fine. I'm gonna be able to do this, you know. And you have three little boys that are amazing. They're my grandchildren. They're the best grandchildren ever. But what caused you to to say, okay, now's the time? What happened? What what um? do you want to share that,
1: you know, it's one of those things where I'm just like, God, you're so good. He sets us up. Yes, he does. Before we even know that he was setting us up. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and so you know. I've I'm not gonna cry. I'm gonna try not to cry, but I don't know. He just, he's given me that idea. He told me what it was gonna be. He gave me a list of subjects that I was to, and you and were writing people. Yeah, my guest. I have my guests written down who I know is coming, you are coming. You <laughs> know, when, I, when we really, really start, and um, you know, all these people who have spoken wisdom into my life. I have their names down, but it just wasn't the right time. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, you've taught us, you don't. You, you you stay where you're supposed to be and, right. and you act on what God's called you to do. And sometimes you have to shell some ideas. And so we actually got started and launched um, because this past year, you know, uh, Mark and I, we were pregnant with our fourth child. And and how many kids do you guys want? We want five. Nice. And so we're, you know, we want lots of kids. And we have all boys. And after the first one, you know, people say, Oh, you know, do you want more? And you say yes. And then they do that. Oh, oh, just wait till you have another one. Just wait till you have one. And every time they've asked, we're like, "Yes, we still want more. we love boys, we love all kids, we want fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. you know, we want all these kids and um so you know, we were pregnant with our fourth one, and um uh, you know, our baby ended up going to heaven, and pretty late on, we we're going into our second trimester and um you know, we went through the whole process. it's a process, and um just giving it to God every day mm-hmm. and one day at a time, you know, and um and then it, we came to the anniversary, or not the anniversary, really the due date. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew our baby was going to be, it was a Valentine's baby. We were supposed to have him on Valentine's Day this year. Date. It was my due date, um, you know, February 14th, 2019. And uh, the Lord had been preparing me for the few months, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to come to this due date. And uh, I've just been praying and just giving it to God. Anytime it comes to my mind, I would give it to God. And, um, and It was hard on the boys, too. Uh, yes, because they understood. Uh-huh. They all understood a new baby was coming, and they understood Valentine's Day. But it just so happened the due date was on a day that was easy for us to share with them. And so they remembered, and, um, you know, it was coming up close, and they were asking more questions, and, you know, just different things like that, and I found myself just so, like, open to God, you know, and it just worked out Valentine's Day was on the day our church was midweek service this year Uh for me i know that it was a lot there for me and i found myself just i was angry like at everybody but not at god (laughs) and i was like lord i'm open to whatever you have for me in this service but also i want to pick a fight Mm -hmm. where are those weirdos who always are talking about my family (laughs) send them to me to straighten them out i'm just gonna be honest i was at this place so yeah you know I love God, but you know, but also I want to hit somebody. <laughs> and um, so you know, we went through that day and I I had to be strong for my kids. They were crying mm-hmm. that morning and I just kept myself distracted during the day, went to church and you know um, you know, you felt like you left it, but also it was still that emotion. Yes. There. and uh-huh. I, and I woke up with that emotion still lingering on February 15th. On February 15th. And so, you know, of course, what do you do? You go to the moms, the ones who know more than you. And so I have a little feed of you and, you know, some of my aunts. And I told you guys exactly how I was feeling. And you guys were there and, you know, you said, it's okay to want to punch somebody. You know, it's okay. And and you let me say what I needed to say. And then you guys all brought me back to, but God, mm-hmm. he's able. You know, he's strong. He's stronger than this. Amen. He can hold you. And you did that for me. And so, um, you know, I went and I got myself some coffee I put some cool whip on that coffee and I put sprinkles and I smiled and I said, come on, you know, carbs, let's do this. (laughs) And I uh, sat down and then I just kind of started writing and I'm not a, you know, I'm not a journal. Madeline is the journal English major. I feel like a crazy person writing things to my own self. Uh And I just started writing and I felt like the Lord was really leading me to this is your first post of ministry, Mamas. And, And I was, I, I took it was like God like took that sadness, took that anger and he, he lifted it and out of it came something so beautiful. And I just remember thinking, you know, because 'cause we've been out for maybe two weeks now, um, I remember what Dad had told me after the baby went to heaven and he told me, told Mark and I, he said, You know, the Lord told me to tell you. He was created with purpose. Mm-hmm. And I remember I didn't want to hear it, and it didn't feel good because you're sitting there and you're saying, "What purpose was this? How could purpose come out of a life that didn't even get to breathe or speak?" You mm-hmm. know, um, and I didn't understand, but I trusted God. Mm-hmm. And um, as we've just been looking, you know, this last week, we have people that are following this page that are from other countries, from mm-hmm. other states, and I really felt like the Lord told me, "There's the purpose." Mm-hmm. Like yes. not that he caused something bad, no, but no. he caused something know, good to come did. out of something Amen. bad. And um he's like his life is reaching people around right. the world. That's right. Right now, as we're doing this, That's it's right. like there's there's life coming in this. And so I just really feel like given this opportunity, it's to just encourage people. Like you might be in the same situation or further and you can do it. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself by those mamas that can encourage you and right. and just really help you know that If God's given you something, he's equipped you to handle it. That's right. You're anointed for it. You can steward it. It's just a
0: choice that we make every day. And I think he really showed you that in how you stewarded your emotions, your feelings. They're very real. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever your feelings were at the time that you said you wanted to punch somebody. (laughs) You know, they're very real feelings. They're very real emotions. But when we learn to steward them well and to say, okay, these are emotions I'm feeling. I'm going to put them in the light of the word, and I'm going to steward my emotions, I'm going to steward everything I'm feeling, and I'm going to steward them well, yeah. so amen, mm-hmm. you know, Aleah, um, um, as we close this, and you know, and I just wanted to say that, you know, we're going to be here the next few episodes all month long, you know, would you just pray for our audience, and just pray that that um, just the next few episodes minister
1: to them, amen. Lord, we just come before you right now, you. Father, and Lord, I just thank you, First and foremost, for this opportunity, God, you do everything at the right time, exactly when we need it. And Lord, I know that right now somebody might be watching this episode, and it could be months from the day that we aired it, but the same anointing that's in this prayer is going to reach through, and it's going to touch their heart, Father. And Lord, I just pray that you encourage them right now, that your Holy Spirit, Father, just begins to speak to them. Lord, if they have ideas, Father, for ministry in their heart, Lord, I pray that you would remind them that your timing is perfect. And it doesn't matter whether it takes a year or two years or longer, Lord, but that you always cause ministry to come out at exactly the right time. And Lord, I pray for those people, Father, who might be hurting right now, Lord, who might have felt lost. Lord, I pray that you would remind them, that when we thank lose somebody on earth, they are with you in heaven. You, and we thank you, Father, that you raise our babies better than we ever could. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.
0: God bless you and thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next week on Kingdom Concepts.